Well, geez, you know we're gonna have spoilers in this one, guys. Turn it off. Turn it off if you <laughs> if you you don't want it, the spoilers for Endgame because you're about to hear in uh, over an hour's worth of it. And also spoilers for Ugly Dolls <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mortal Kombat as well. Just because. Here we go. <laughs> Deep breath. Welcome to our review of Ugly Dolls the movie starring Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> she's in she's in that movie. Uh, dude, we. Like listen to part of the soundtrack on the way here today. It's an all-star cast of like musical geniuses. Yeah, and we might have to see it just because of that. I've even seen a trailer for it. Janelle Monae and Ugly Teeth. Is that what is it? Ugly, ugly, dolls. ugly dolls. Yeah, there's actual dolls that they made this. Oh, from. No, see, I, I think they're separate than the Fugglers. Really? Yeah, I, I thought that too. But it's a whole other. They have a movie too. I don't know, but no, Kelly, gets Kelly, a movie. Kelly Clarkson's <laughs> like get a movie. Kelly Clarkson's the lead, and it's a musical, and she Granted, kills it. The songs are like whatever they're musical songs, and it's like super pop for kids, and you can tell from the songs exactly what the story is going to be. Mm. But it's Janelle Monet and Kelly Clarkson singing for like an hour and a half. Kelly so Clarkson! I'm down. Anyway, back on topic. <laughs> Welcome back to Yellow Spandex, <laughs> where all your dreams come true, Marvel or DC. More you Marvel choose though. right now or we don't continue. Or anything else. Yeah. No, just all right, so we're back because we want to talk about Endgame, people. So took uh, what has been maybe like... 18, 19 hours now, like recovering. Yeah. Most of you oh, probably have seen it because so we, we can't get a freaking I hope so. ticket. We, we, so we have to start off this whole thing super spoilery. Yes. So if you haven't seen it, I don't know where you've been, but because it seems like everybody in America has seen it now. Did you see that it's on its way to be the first billion dollar Yeah, within a weekend. Opening yeah. weekend? I, w- I was ever. actually yeah, looking for the projections. I didn't see any. Well, it's, it's not even projections. They said that Thursday alone did yeah. what entire weekends normally do, like yeah. record breaking. Well, the, the day we're recording this is Friday is like the first official like weekend like big you know day or whatever. Most cities have twenty four hours. It yeah. just kept going. Yeah, I, I most saw major the, cities. Uh, most AMC's were staying open for seventy two hours, mm-hmm. and we wanted to see it again. We we're like, well, there should be some showing. They're showing from like eight a.m. until like basically t- yeah twenty four hours, like mm-hmm. a- like every three hour three and a half hours something like that. Yeah, and we still can't get a seat besides like front row or maybe like handicap. Mm-hmm. Totally booked up. Yeah. And I'm not sitting single. Someone was asking me yesterday. I think uh, a guy texted me even was like, hey, can you get me tickets? Like, where have you been? Uh, you crazy? I had to fight the day of. I slept yeah. in. Woke up. I wanted to go to, I wanted to go see to the Chinese theater. Uh, and Because that's my favorite place here in Hollywood yeah. uh, is the Chinese theater. They have like laser IMAX and it's just, I don't know, it's a great, beautiful but theater. If you would have gone to El Capitan. Yeah. Feige and the Russo brothers showed up. Oh, I did want to. I actually looked at El Capitan afterwards, but their website kept screwing up. Because, uh, yeah, because it's made, made from like 1993. Yeah, because <laughs> you can only buy. Well, there's only one movie showing there at a time anyway, but it's like that Goofy old system. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> but they, uh, our friend Aristotle Full Throttle was there, and I don't know if it was planned or a surprise or whatever, but he was like going to see the Endgame, and then all of a sudden, like Feige and the Russo brothers are introducing. Oh, Dang. <laughs> I would have cried. I would have <laughs> cried too. I did cry. All over Yo, him. God, yeah. I ran up there and cried on him. I had so many emotions. Like, so many emotions, but... Um, so we went with our friend Ruthann again. I totally wanted to see, like... Cause so this is the girl that was in Dragon Ball Evolution, as you were saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was, uh, so we... Oh, she wasn't in the Evolution. Oh, not Evolution. She was in uh, Light of Hope. She, she would she kill was, us for that. She was Balma. Sorry. Yeah. She was, she was Balma in Light of Hope. Anyway, so she's a huge, huge fan, too. We drank a little bit before. But anyway, we were watching it. And the, now, for Infinity War, when we were with Ruthann and some other friends, uh, me and Ruthann were like Mexicans watching soccer. Um, <laughs> and I don't mean that in like a racial way. Like any, I literally, Actually, the better, probably a better term would be like anybody but Americans watching soccer. Like it, it was, it was like it might as well have been a sporting event. Mm-hmm. This one was a little less of that until like the last hour. It sounded like an Eagles fans bar. Yeah, because like 
because well, the first maybe hour and a half or so is pretty somber. Like yeah, there's a true. lot of quiet moments, like a lot of, especially that opening. Yeah. Oh. You're just holding your breath because you know what's going to happen. Yep. Because they're just setting it up. Clint. Yeah. Is so. his name? I forgot already. And, Barton, but, yeah. But they still had like the, uh, like the little jokes, you know, like who puts mayonnaise on a hot dog? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I think your brothers do. Yeah. <laughs> but poor guys. But then, yeah, but then when it gets to like the battle scene, like we were just like, cheering and everything but i it, it did feel like multiple movies to you not just time wise but like it felt like it was like little horror action drama like soap opera there was like an indie movie vibe in there for a little bit yeah there's definitely different uh, aspects of that it was i need to see it again to be honest yeah. i yeah. really need to see it again because there's so much stuff i was literally shaking like half the time because yeah. halfway through is when it starts to pick up yeah and i'm glad the first half is, is kind of slow because the first half the regular avengers is kind of slow they're just setting everything up it's what it needed to i be, love yeah. and everything needs that you need character development and because if not um i was listening to uh the avgn guy uh, angry video game nerd what's his mm-hmm. name jamie james. james and he was saying that he doesn't like he likes all the marvel movies except for the avengers movies mm. he says that they feel like uh they don't kind of like there's so many people in them that they don't really connect or something mm. like that and i was like well i guess i can kind of see that because there's just not enough time for personal development but except, like like i see i th- i think that the avengers movies did a good job but they also had the help of the solo movies yeah you have to keep in mind that this the whole first act is what they look like yes. after uh, Infinity. War. That's why I, I was thinking this one's different because in that video he hadn't seen Endgame yet. It's like this yeah. one's definitely way different from those those other ones because even in Infinity War they kind of jump in real quick and kind of keep going. So that S- seeing Cap as the counselor and mm-hmm. what Thor was like, so, Lubowski. Well, oh gosh. backing up just a little bit, like what I loved about this and Infinity War, but especially this, is it didn't waste any time trying to like ease on into things. Mm-hmm. Like they even because normally like after credit stuff um, from previous movies are like in the next movie. Yeah. So after Cap. Captain Marvel, and we saw that like, where's Nick Fury? Yeah, or, yeah, where's, where's Fury thing? Like, I guess everybody, I I expected it to just be in the opening scenes of the movie. Yeah, me too. It wasn't even that. It was just cut straight to she's rescuing Tony. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if we're supposed to assume that happens because it's still in the other movie, right? When it comes yeah. out on DVD or Blu-ray, I'm, it's gonna be there. Yeah, I'm. Well, that's what when we left, we uh, was it if you or Ruth Ann asked like, wasn't me. I think both of us answered her saying that. Uh, so maybe she, she asked. She asked like, "How did uh, Captain Marvel know to like rescue him?" Is like, well, at the end of Captain Marvel, yeah. she's like, "Where's Fury?" So they probably had a little powwow. I'm like, she's like, "Gotcha." She went and rescued you know? mm-hmm. Fury or uh, Tony and uh, Nebula. But it was it was crazy. Vincent brought up like to see Tony like emaciated, you know, because he's in space in space for how His long? His body yeah. really looked that like emaciated. Yeah, it was great. And then and his nerves and like you could tell the like twitching and tension yeah. and all that and that whole thing with him and nebula in yeah. the ship for like what it was only like two or three minutes right but it's still like that's a lot of development yeah. right then and there showing well, like her becoming a human you know well, that's what i mean though like yeah. and so, all his nicknames so her. that that two or three minutes did what like up did in the first yes. 10 minutes because there was all these little things where like you see him like take the bag of snacks and they're splitting it and she's like no i'm like a robot mm-hmm. you know she's like passes it over to him and then he just like finishes it you know yeah and she sets him up and kind of closes his eyes or whatever and she's obviously gonna i guess can't doesn't need air so she's just yeah. gonna chill and he you know is gonna pass away and so that that, that was like because i couldn't figure out if like i knew he was doing his farewell message mm-hmm. but like i was like so is he dying now like or was it gonna be like sometime in the next day or was he just did he just give up and then that was gonna be I guess he ran yeah, out know. of food. He's just gonna starve to death. But how depressed? Like how oh, he's depressing. running out of air. All that too. Yeah. How depressing for Nebula though, because she she's like physically immortal, right? I'd assume. Like genetically yeah. more, or not genetically, like organically immortal. Like she's in one piece. It's like lobsters. If somebody doesn't kill it, it'll keep living, right? 
<laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. Well, lobsters are Is that. that true? Lobsters are uh, like uh, physically immortal until they're killed. Like, so there could be some like million year old lobsters. Maybe. Well, there's like hundred year old lobsters yeah. and stuff that are like the, the size lobsters. of dogs, like under the ocean. But like, so mm, I, there's a lot of get harvest. All Actually, time. so <laughs> supposedly, like, um, it's like a delicacy or whatever, but it tastes awful because like because they're so old. They're so old. Yeah, it's, it's really old. But like, anyway, like, off topic. But Sorry. I, so, so I was lobsters. like, so I was thinking like. So that's how depressing for Nebula. She, she's been like pretty much a bitch for like the majority of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Then when she finally comes to, she has like what a good few months maybe of being like good, mm-hmm. and then she just has to like spend eternity with a corpse, yeah, in a spaceship. Like that's what she set herself up for, you know. It's, it's crazy how they were able to pick a, a few of like really important characters in this movie and highlight and focus like the. Um, backstory and the things connected to and intertwined with all these other uh, characters. Nebula, for instance, they kind of dove into. I feel like they focused a lot on Nebula, actually. Yeah. And uh, Scott. That's it true. Was, Scott was like almost like I, the guy bring who got them back together. I <laughs> I, I knew that Ant Man was going to be like a linchpin for this movie because time travel stuff. Well, because they they set it they set it up in the other movies where like it seemed unimportant, but mm-hmm. like nothing in the MCU is like by accident, especially like a solo film like mm-hmm. that. You know, like. If if they gave Ant Man a, a couple movies before they gave Black Widow a movie, it had to have been important. Yeah. Even if we didn't think it was, you know, like so they explored all the stuff with like Hank Pym and everything because the Pym particles were like the crux of everything, mm-hmm. like how it the worked. Pym, yeah, of, of success or no success. And I can't remember who I talked to this about because I was actually asking Vince if he remembered. I was talking to somebody. It wasn't wasn't really an argument. It was like more of like a debate about like how the time travel was going to work. And yeah. I was like, now I'm not a quantum physicist, but like. I, I know, like I know that the MCU had set up like quantum physics as a time travel device. So I was like, that's going to be the thing, like because they've always said like magic is just science you don't understand yet and stuff. And so if they do this quantum thing, because they have kept mentioning like quantum realm, quantum dimension, the next thing is going to be quantum physics, you know. Mm-hmm. And then that was going to introduce the the um, I forget what the term is. It's kind of like nonlinear time travel, and, and that's why they introduced the idea of like the Mobius strip mm-hmm. because like they were all like, explaining to him like, no, time travel doesn't work like Back to the Future, like right like, because that's a different type of time travel yeah it, well it's not the real kind yeah like it's it's, a, it's like what a, like the theory is a, a different theory it's like what a human mind can conceive because if you think of time like that's why you did the mobius strip thing like because mm-hmm. you're if you could really could time travel and it worked like that you would be stuck in a continuous loop because you would be destined to time travel back yeah. you know stuff so Every like time yeah it logistically has to work the way they presented it mm-hmm. where like they it, it, it kind of branches instead of loops. Yeah, yeah. which kind of confused me. Um, oh, we'll get into it probably a little bit later, just the, the aspect of time travel and like certain things that happened in this movie. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah, with time travel in movies, like I don't normally, like, I can't condone that kind of stuff, but I can't condemn them either, like as brothers, you know. To their, they come up with some sick ideas. <laughs> all, all of that being said, though, without it being more realistic time travel, there's still a lot you just have to go with. Yeah. Like, in this, because... Absolutely. Because there's, like, you know, uh, the, the ancient one, like, made a point. She's like, if you remove this, then we branch off. He's like, well, technically, like, anything. Like, you breathing and having this conversation is branching this <laughs> off, yeah. you know? But, like... We're just gonna like Everything. we're gonna we're gonna focus on this one part, or we're gonna have like another four hours of a movie just dealing with that. Like, yeah, you know. So I I love that whole thing. How it set it up, how it just jumped right into it, and then just was like, you saw it. Here we are. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole like unfolding uh, w- with uh, Sorcerer Supreme. Like that's when things started to really unfold 
uh, and why like uh, Doctor Strange did what he did. Like that first, the first thing was the con- uh, or was it um, Hawk convincing her to give him the stone? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there was there was like a two prong thing about Strange giving uh, Thanos the time stone was because like that was the only thing I was going to convince the Ancient One to hand it over. Yeah, and then uh, was it Tony had to be the one to. Like, I loved how it. Hawk or Banner dealt with like the astral plane. Like once he got pushed out, <laughs> he's just like running around like, but you have to listen to me. Like it doesn't even bother <laughs> him. It doesn't. Care, like yeah, yeah, he's just like well, this is I'm what sure it is right between now between him and. Hulk, you know, like he's like, you know, probably had some weird out of body <laughs> crap. You well, know, and that brings us to another thing I love about the MCU that everything I loved about the MCU, like times like three thousand heart, um, oh. in this movie because like there was a point where someone said. someone said like that's that's impossible. How could we do that? And then like Black <laughs> Widow's like, well, I get emails from a raccoon, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Real quick, before we move on, the last thing I wanted to say about that scene with the Sorcerer Supreme is that what she had said about Doctor Strange, like, oh, you're five years too early. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he's like, the, he's, he is destined to be the best sorcerer he's of all. To, he's supposed to be the end. Yeah. But yeah the, the, so that was sick. That was pretty yeah. cool. Like her knowing that already. Yeah. <laughs> well, because they established that in Doctor Strange. She's, yeah. She can see anything in time within her lifetime. Oh, yeah. She just can't see beyond her death. That's yeah. right. So that's why she didn't understand why Hulk was there. Yeah. But she understood that, like, if they were looking for Strange, he's off to... She already mm-hmm. knew his outcome. The reasons. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting that uh, we didn't know that she was in New York during the Battle of New York. Yeah. No. So now, it's like... <laughs> All right. So you, what was your question again? I was going to say, what do you guys rank this as? Is this number one? <laughs> See, to me, two things. A, Infinity War and Endgame are the same movie in my head. Yeah. I can't pit them against each other because there's things I like better in other parts. Like Infinity War was more of like an action-packed, like yeah, like you know, thrill ride kind of thing. And then Endgame was just like I'm, I just want to see what happens. And then that last hour battle is like epic, like it's yeah, insanity. So I, to me, it's like a same movie with an intermission kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like. Uh, it's my favorite, but I feel like that's unfair because it's kind of like the crown that the jewels lay on, you know? Because, like, Infinity War was the first Blu-ray I bought in maybe six or seven years, maybe longer. I don't even have a Blu-ray player. I just like, wanted to own the physical <laughs> thing. And I think I'm going to do that with uh, Endgame as well just to have them in my, like, being wherever I go right. and stuff. So I think that answers, like, if that's my favorite movie. But, like, I still think it's, like, I don't know, it's weird. It's, like, in, I don't think we've had another franchise that's been like this where something's culminated to something, you know? Because mm. even Star Wars, there's the movies, but they don't, like, build to the ultimate one. That's true. They're all, you uh, know? with the exception, I guess, of the second movie, um, they're all kind of contained. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe like at the time of the original trilogy, it was all leading up to the last, the third movie. You know, the first one definitely feels like not connected, yeah. like necessarily on purpose. But I like, I don't know if there's ever been like a thing where like, when did Thanos get introduced? Was it like the Avengers or, first one? The first, first Avengers. Avengers. So like four or five movies in. Yeah, I something mean, like that. Because it was uh, it was two two was Iron Man, two Iron, Iron Man's, a Hulk, a Thor, and a Captain America. So it was the sixth movie. Six, so the six movies in, out of twenty two or twenty at the time or whatever, like they they introduce this thing, and then we wait for seven years for that point on, or six six or seven years, you know, from that point on. So that to me, like it's like it was gonna be my favorite movie unless they screwed it up, and they yeah. definitely did not screw it up. I couldn't see in them. I couldn't see them screwing it up. I mean, like <laughs> there's definitely things about this movie that I would probably personally change. That I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Well, okay, whatever. Interesting, but like, we'll have to elaborate I love on that in a sec. Yeah, seriously, but like, I, I, I wouldn't change any of it. Like, be like, mm-hmm. oh, it's it's great. I love it. You know, the whole thing. I know. I seen. I only seen one person gripe, mm-hmm. and 
I was I, like, what? Well, how are you griping about that? <laughs> after Vince answers, yeah. I want to. I talked to my brother about this, and I I have a, an amusing observation of my brother's one gripe with it that mm-hmm. ties to something Vince had said earlier, uh, like off camera earlier. Okay. Yeah, for me, this is I've never seen anything like this in film, and it's probably because this is the first time it's been done. The culmination of twenty-two movies, right? it, not, like even just forgetting all of those, the idea, the, all of the things that are connecting, just as a concept, this movie is the first time it's ever happened. Yeah. What, what concept on this grand scale of the story lasting over twenty years? Like all of this thing culminated to this last film. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said aside from it, aside from like it. the history and everything, just that in film, yeah. no one yeah. has ever done this. It's like a large television show that lasted twenty years. The, you only got this one, is the first three episodes time a year. Anyone, <laughs> yeah. a, a human, has witnessed or experienced and witnessed this, like in movies yeah. to date. There's no no one has ever yeah. done this before. Like I had I had prepared myself to because of how history has gone, like heroes ending, like mm. all the stuff, like everything being like, you know what? Uh, I built it too much in my head. And yeah. so it's just not going to be that. It's not anybody's fault but mine for building it up. But no, they delivered exactly what I wanted to see. Like that ending battle was everything. Yes. The, the you want to see the only thing they could they, the only thing that would have made it better is it's like your personal favorite got like a whole another hour by themselves. That's like, true. For, that, that's the only thing. Is and but they brought everything. It, they brought the yellow spandex into that. Like mm-hmm. we were watching it. We're like rockets jumping onto a Pegasus, and then there's yeah. like the, <laughs> the sorcerers coming in, and then there's. It was so funny because, like, this movie, there's always the joke of, like, people seeing MCU movies. They're like, oh, we don't care about the people who didn't see it yet. But this movie is the ultimatum. Like, you can't get anything no. if you haven't seen at least half of them. Mm-hmm. Because this doesn't, Infinity War, people liked even though they didn't see the other movies. Like, our friend Mark. I still don't understand how you could watch it without, like, seeing at least a few of the recent yeah. ones. Well, so, my, our friend Mark saw Infinity War, mm-hmm. but he hadn't seen a majority of the Marvel movies, the MCU movies. But he got, like, okay, something happened, a bunch of people died. I get what his thing is. Is this a good standalone movie? But I don't think Endgame could could you? I don't think you, I think you'd at least have to see Infinity War before seeing Endgame because does nothing yeah. makes sense. It just like no. just there. It'd be tough, yeah. But oh, um, do you have more? Yeah, no, it's just that. Well, yeah, of course, I have more. <laughs> <laughs> we all I just, have more. All I said was is that it, the it's never been done, and then so it's definitely my number one movie. Uh, for one, is because it's just like we've seen things like. Like, not even from Marvel, just, like, in general. Like, we've seen time travel movies. We've seen, like, yeah. rom-coms. We've seen all these different genres. And we've seen movies that are those genres stuffed into one. This one, like, literally just had everything in it. Span the gamut. And, and yeah. And there were there were soft and tender moments. There were, there were, like, rigid, like, very sharp moments. There were very fluid-feeling scenes. And just the camera work and the CG and all the art, art and everything is just, like... CG made it was such beautiful, a gloriously like yeah. huge movie, and I think uh, I even said to my sister, she's like, "Is it worth seeing?" I was like, "I'm I have to see it two more times just to appreciate it, because mm-hmm. like I I fully cannot appreciate it until I see it a few more times." <laughs> I fully expect this to like kill Titanic and be like <laughs> done with it, because I'm going to see it at least a couple more. Yeah, because it's, it's a visual spectacle. It's a uh, it's it, it needs to be Titanic and Avatar, right? Yeah. Is that the goal? Yeah. So come on, fans. Not that you're not already in the theaters because we can't get tickets. <laughs> I think yeah. it's my number one. Yeah, I mine think, as well. I mean, like, as a movie, movie, like, I feel like Winter Soldier still probably top of the crop. As, like, a standalone movie. As a standalone yeah. movie. And the Russos did that one, too. I just feel like it's such a great movie, like, just top to bottom. Like, I think I don't know why that one, for me, just it touches me. It's because of all the other films and seeing all the other films that it made it 
that Endgame is my favorite movie. That's true. it. Wouldn't be that way. It wouldn't be my favorite movie if I hadn't seen all the rest of it. That's yeah. true too, because we were talking to uh, at the party we were at before Endgame that was unrelated to Marvel. It was just something we were at. Um, our friend Ali Spagnola, who's also a YouTuber, mm-hmm. um, she hasn't really seen any of the Marvel movies. She might have seen like maybe Iron Man and then like a one or here or there. She doesn't really go out and watch movies, so she might have seen a couple of the big ones over the last ten years with friends. But she was like, "Should I go see this?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> like, if you, especially if you didn't see Infinity War. And then she was like, I think she's going to try to watch all of them or all the key ones. Oh, wow. And then go see it. But I was like, I don't even know if that would be the same. Because, like, catching up, even if you could, like, sit, go to the El Capitan and do that 22 movie marathon that yeah. just happened, I don't know if it'd be the same because we got to, like, live life with these characters, you know? Yeah. Like, events in my own real life happened in correspondence to the first three Iron Man movies when mm-hmm. Thor came out. I remember what it felt like seeing the Thor Dark World trailer. I remember liking Dark World when no one else did. Like uh, yeah. That was a crazy one. Like And and then, like, Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of my, my Winter Soldier. I, I do agree. Winter Soldier is probably better than Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, it's probably the better movie. Know. But Guardians, for me, is, like, the one that I'll flip on at any time and mm-hmm. just can, like, watch at any point. It's such keep a fun on. movie, man. I don't even know that you could catch up, and or you you can catch up, but I don't know if you can get the effect that like we got watching the movies in relative time of them actually mm-hmm. happening, and then seeing this, you know. I think you would have to do like one a week, and let yeah. it sit. I mean, like when I, I I'd mentioned before in other podcasts that like when I went to, first went to college, like one of my roommates had like all the Bond movies. I think there was twenty at the time, and we did one a week, and like it was great because you could sit with it for a week and be like, oh yeah, next week, oh I remember this one from that one, and like, but if you tried to cram all those movies together, like especially the the Avengers movies together, mm-hmm. and never seen any of them before, I feel like it would just be like this blur of lights. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to do Infinity Game End War. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like five hours. Wow, or more of a movie. That's like almost the, probably the length of uh, it's like five and a half, six hours. The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> um, who was it? A to Z show I watch on YouTube. He brought a good point up. Like what the MCU has done that's so special is that like at a certain point it got to, you know, uh, in the Avengers movies, it got to a point where like you're sitting like with your friend, your kids, your friends, your families or whatever, mm-hmm. whoever you're with and stuff. And when Tony Stark walks on screen, it means something different to you than the person seeing it for the first time because the first, the last time you saw Stark, like your kids were four years younger, like your wife was your girlfriend, mm-hmm. like you know, like, and so like it's all it's also those life experiences where like you know these people, so it's like you see you're seeing them again, you know, like and seeing where they go next. Yeah, just the like uh, the appreciation, like I was saying before, you can't really fully appreciate it unless you've seen all the stories, you've heard you've mm-hmm. heard all the things, you've seen all the scenes. Which is kind of cool with the credits like that because of the credits they take a longer time to like pretty much say almost everybody that has yeah. been in the movies. They'll, and then the, the last six or so that were majors, they actually have them like sign their name on yeah, screen. Yeah, the, the six that OGs. Was cool. That was really cool. So at the Chinese theater, speaking of, mm-hmm. uh, on I think it was premiere day maybe, all six of the OGs and like Feige maybe got their uh, handprints in the, oh. the cement and they made a ceremony out of it. Yeah, I wanted. To, I didn't know that was happening or I would have mm-hmm. been like, I'm there. Yeah, you know, you know? <laughs> I did see that because Robert Downey Jr. just put RDJ. They probably do this for everybody, but they had a ceremony for the test run so that everybody could practice writing in cement mm-hmm. and then they did the real one oh, like maybe later. Maybe that's what it was. Well, they did both. Like right back. What I to saw, back. they were on table. It was on a table. That was the practice run. Yeah. Obviously, you only get one try. They yeah. well, you, also as a star, like it's not like you've done this multiple times. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you when you do it, like that was the first time, and that'll be the only time you'll ever do it. You know, so probably yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, they guess I had them do like practice runs. But. I do want to go back to we were talking about how things started to unfold, and then there was things that you said earlier that you didn't like or that you would have oh, changed. So I was actually going to say something then, too. Yeah. So I talked to my brother this morning because I guess I didn't. So my brother oh, yeah. is not like a opening night kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So I texted him vaguely like, I don't know if my heart can take anymore because Endgame and Mortal Kombat ended within two days of each other. <laughs> Side note, we'll probably talk about Mortal Kombat in another podcast, but I just finished the end of that trilogy and it's too much for me because <laughs> both of them were very well done and ended huge eras. Anyway. Everything's um, ending. Yeah, Game of Thrones, Thrones is ending. The last uh, X-Men, Fox X-Men movie is kind of ending. I mean, <laughs> some people care. Yeah, yeah. I know. Who said it? Hug a nerd this week. I said it. You nerd. said it, yeah. Because it was like and like the MCU, Game of Thrones, uh, Star Wars, mm-hmm. and uh, there was something else. Mortal Kombat, and then I think Academy Trainer Dragon or something. Yeah, well, that ended in, like, February. But, <laughs> but like, uh, anyway, so I, I, I texted my brothers. I'm vague, like, I can't take it, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, Endgame is my favorite movie ever. I was like, oh, apparently you saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, so his only criticism, okay, so I'm going to rewind. On our way back home, Vince was saying, like, I'll bet um, some people are going to comment about Captain Marvel's haircut and say it's kind of dikey. And that's that stigma, man. And, and yeah. I was like, that's but it's stigma. from the, but it's from the comic book. Yeah. And I was like, I I understand that like people can say anything, especially there 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 will be an opinion out there about it, but I can't see that becoming like a big thing because it, it had precedent. It wasn't like out of nowhere, you know. Yeah. And even if it was out of nowhere, they addressed it. They're like, what are you gonna do next time? Get even a haircut. Even Raccoon was like, get a haircut. Um, <laughs> or no, get another <laughs> haircut. Character, yeah. So <laughs> my brother was like, I loved it. The only thing was, I didn't like Captain Marvel's butch cut. That was too far for me. And I was like, not only did it become an opinion, it was my own brother, <laughs> which, which I'm sure I don't know if he wants to like broadcast it to whoever's listening to this. But you know, that's I'm sorry. <laughs> You, your brother's like a social media guy, and that's why my ne- that's why your daughter gets toys. So no, this is tell, out there. Tell him <laughs> but, things. But I well, no, I I was no, just I'm like just I, I was like, but it's from the comics, right? And he was like, yeah, but I mean, it just kind of makes it too far because it's it's too, I, I don't I, I don't I, know I might be, I don't agree with him about I'm, the too far thing. I, I might be speaking. I might be putting words in his mouth. So it, if this is, wasn't his intention, uh, I'm only speaking of it if it was someone else's intention of saying this. But I don't know if he was implying that someone might feel that there was like a political agenda underneath it because of like the female empowerment thing that happened with Captain Marvel and stuff. And I was like, I don't think it went that far. No. I just think it was like because we've se- like they in um, in Endgame they fit in a lot of like little nods to the comics. Yeah. So like lots. Like the uh, e- even things that didn't weren't necessarily like the actual scenes. It was just like things you saw in the comics vignette. They put in like when Cap walked into the elevator. Yep. Yeah, so and, it, and, and and the scene you feel it getting tenser and you're waiting for that thing, and then mm-hmm. he just leans over, he's like, "Hail Hydra!" And I was like, "Oh, from the comic, yeah. like, exactly." Oh because because that's how Captain America started in the comics like two or three years ago or something. And yeah, yeah, everybody that arc that was yeah. And so, so crazy. But, but he just that panel is so iconic now with him as like Hail Hydra, yeah. and then they did it like in a different context. Yeah. In this film, but still kept his character. So I was like, I felt like that, that that was one of those nods. Like she was on screen for like the last quarter of the movie or whatever mm-hmm. with that, or like once before, and then in the last quarter, like with the sh- short haircut. I don't feel like she was in the movie that much. No, like anybody though, except except for the the six except OGs. The mains, yeah, I think that was was kind of beautiful about it because we got to see everybody. But it's it seems like everyone had like a week of shooting and then that was it. Yeah, well, I'm sure it was much longer than that. But <laughs> well, well, for, as far as the filming, because there's a lot of stuff that was just dialogue, mm-hmm. and then the fight scenes were. It, I could almost see them doing it like they did the, that Maroon 5 video with the girls like you, where it's just like Adam Levine's there for like a week, 
but each of the girls came in in separate days, and then they green screened all that shit together, mm-hmm. and now you have like thirty six girls in the same room with Adam Levine. Like I feel like that's how that end scene worked. It was just incredibly well choreographed. Whoever choreographed that, holy cow! But uh, yeah, mm. so I thought that was really interesting. I was like, so there's like a, a flying raccoon, like <laughs> space warriors, <laughs> like the, about like haircut. people. Yeah, it was like <laughs> you were worried that maybe. Captain Marvel is perceived as a lesbian. Like, yeah, I could, <laughs> like, I could foresee how people would like people who aren't in the comic, read the comics or anything else. I could kind of foresee like them feeling that way because that was even my wife tonight was uh, we were talking a little bit about Endgame and, and then she also mentioned uh, like that movie. She's like, yeah, it was a little women empowerment kind of thing, almost a little too much. And Captain like, Marvel. Really? I, like, look at my wife. Was like, really? She's like, yeah. But like, yeah, she said that about Captain Marvel, huh. and I was like, oh, I'm I could see how people would kind of feel that way who don't come, especially who don't come from the comics. Yeah, because because that's another thing with Captain Marvel. They also kind of gave her every iteration. Mm-hmm. They gave her the mohawk, like yes. the short haircut. So it's like, which it, I love. It I just like, it yes. just throwbacks to everything. But I feel yeah, I feel like <laughs> it was just kind of like they were trying to give her like each of the eras, yep. like. Um, but with the exception with, of the black dress. Yeah. Well, with the interesting <laughs> thing about the Captain Marvel movie, though, I've heard other people say that, and it actually really surprises me that Andrew said that about that movie, because yeah. I, I might be wrong, but I mean, there might be something I missed. But I feel like if there wasn't like the outside the movie controversy, mm-hmm. I don't feel like the actual movie had that much of like a female empowerment agenda. This movie or Captain America? Captain Marvel. Or Captain Marvel. It felt, it yeah, just, it just felt it like she had was, a little, I feel, I feel like there was I obviously think, a little bit of it, but like, I think the same thing. I think it was a little, bad. just it's because a they, it, well, she never had a male figure in, in the entire time. Like she's so like powerful and like stern that she never had but a I relationship like you, a like a like any sort of romance. But what she did have was that that her best friend was a chick, and then the, you see all the photos of them yeah. living their lives together. Like they spent Christmas. Like mm-hmm. these are really close friends, you know. Yeah, but it, but it was always like is friends. It friends or the, is it? You know, you know, yeah, you know, exactly. yeah, exclamation. So I didn't gather that either. So so like that's what they showed us. Yeah. So like people are gonna be like, okay, she's she's kind of gay. You know the ones that aren't like yeah. progressive thinker thinkers that yeah. can't say like oh see, they're just two did, friends that are friends see, they're just even, friends like, I didn't yeah. even see I didn't read into that <laughs> like that at all like that was interesting like I yeah I, I didn't see, see like, that at all yeah I feel like if they came they into it one way they're going to automatically kind of be thinking in a, a certain direction and then sorry I clicked the screen and it's good and they're going to be thinking in one direction and I could see that kind of like building in their brain even though mm-hmm. like obviously I don't I don't think that that was especially with a haircut like it was just going to the well, comics like, going going from the over five years later to that and then like that was they made the trend that's where they made the haircut change yeah so i mean it was like a timing thing for for people who think that way yeah like mm-hmm. they're gonna immediately associate that haircut with something yeah i mean that's for what me, she looks like that now. didn't bother me like with the haircut because i don't see her as this like thing i want to date i see her <laughs> as this powerful thing that can freaking go through thanos's ship with mm-hmm. one failed yeah. swoop yeah but uh, and that's another I mean? thing they they very like subtly just address the whole why wasn't she paged before you know because like it was a uh, don Cheadle. Was yeah like, it's like where, where, you, where been? you been she was like there's a lot of planets dealing with the same thing and they don't have you yeah and it's like exactly that is but um, shut up don Cheadle. and second small <laughs> thing that I, I don't i'm i don't want to talk about too long but i'm sure we're probably not cause none of us have too many uh things about this the only controversy that i've seen online about this movie is one of my friends um who introduced me like not introduced me but like introduced me online like i've seen like the rabbit hole of like other people there's a small or a group of people that are really really offended by thor's depiction in it because they interpreted it as he had ptsd and like had gained weight and he became like a running fat joke throughout the movie mm-hmm. so i linked actually 
I don't know if he's going to do it. Uh, he said he was, but I linked the article to our friend uh, Chris Butte at Rewired Soul because he does things like this. He talks about mental health in movies and stuff. And I was like, uh, from your professional opinion, it would be really interesting to see what you have to say about this because I don't feel like that, but I don't want to dis- like uh, write off someone who has like a genuine experience with it you know mm-hmm. you do because like you definitely you could t- you would be able to tell like it, you know as as a or the p- person who's like uh filming and directing and everything that they're purposely putting these things in you know they would do purposely do that if they well, wanted to depict ptsd with thor well it, he, was, he definitely had ptsd and maybe i'm just interpreting this differently or wrong or whatever but like to me it wasn't a joke about his ptsd it was a joke about his appearance in comparison to how ridiculous it was because in this, he seemed like a normal guy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like he wasn't like fat bastard or something. He was the, like Tony He's, calls him like about Lebowski. And yeah. when the first second I saw him, I was like, "What are they doing? Like channeling yeah. some big Lebowski in here? What yeah. is this?" But then, but he he kind of he had that what they call like dad bod or whatever, you know? Like he seemed like it's more than dad bod. I don't I mean, know. To me, he like kind of looked like what like probably like ninety percent or not ninety percent, like a good majority of like guys in the states. Yeah, probably look like like a good average, you know. <laughs> so to me, it was kind of like still out drink us though. To me, it was kind of like. To me, it was kind of like, um, like when someone is like so incredibly fit, like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something, then they end up doing like a phase or a movie where they like make fun of his appearance. So like, what was that? Was it Junior? That Schwarzenegger was like pregnant. Yeah. Mm. So stuff like that. I'm not saying it's a good movie, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think that's like making fun of like anything, but like he's usually ridiculously buff. And, I feel like and, he was still buff when he was pregnant yeah but the, but they were movie. the whole thing is they were making that fun was, of his appearance that's yeah. you're saying and that's the reason and then yeah. they, then they had that movie where like him and like danny devito were twins was that was twins? before yeah like but so it's not that they're making fun of pcsd they're making fun of thor to me i that's why i interpreted it as yeah. like i don't think i don't feel like he had ptsd like i feel like because I, I think he definitely I, did i mean yeah. i that's one thing i did agree with these guys is he did he had ptsd because he watched his mom die his dad die and like his entire nation die and he fucked up something in a war and then like he went through a trauma so and I, he even like, even cutting thanos's head off is gonna fuck yeah, mess with your too, head. Yeah, and so like I, I think that PTSD was there. Like it, I think that argument is like I can, I can get on board with that side. The appearance thing, I was like, man, like I feel bad if that's the case. But to me, that's not how I took it as. Like I took it as like, oh well, he's usually so ridiculous. Like the first Thor movie, I remember uh, my friend Corey. Like we'd all talked. Like man, like I, I'm like straight as a ruler, but. If Natalie Portman was doing like a naked handstand next to Thor, I'd just be like, "Look at his chest! Like it's ridiculous! Like how, <laughs> like how, like not even in like a sexual way. It's just like that. I had you, you had that. It was like you haven't seen something like that chiseled. Yeah. And then, then like Chris Evans, it was like this is like ridiculous. And then they did it with a Peter Quill. Like yeah. I was like, oh my god! Like so even I, RDJ like in the first movie, he was kind of built. But I think like Thor, like there, the there was something. Look, there was something about like the uh, godlike, you know, like ripped look he mm. had. And everything it was just. And it's kind of like, he always was kind of portrayed as like the dumb buff guy. Yeah. That, you know, like other guys were buff, but they were also like scientists or like inventors or something. And Thor was like, me smash beer, you know, like. Mm. And so in this case, it's like, I just took it as like a small joke of like, well, he just really let himself go. I think it went a little too far. Yeah? Yeah, I, I think it did. I mean, it affected everything else. And it was like a running joke of him just being like dumb and fat and drunk the entire time. Like, mm-hmm. There was no middle ground fat. for that. Yeah. They would have had to have like completely changed this what what that was like instead of him being a drunk mm-hmm. they could have picked like drugs or some other route you know what but, i mean but see him being a drunk but there was no like ha- middle point for any of those but routes him being a drunk made sense to me though because he drank before yeah, yeah. I mean, no like, the it's drunk like a the, they, they did it all the way it <laughs> should be because it all makes sense even like I, the cutscenes with uh uh dr strange he like fills up a beer for 
for Thor. Thor mm-hmm. drinks yeah. it and he fills it up again. Like you see him like but pounding I, beers all the time. But I like I like what it evolved into. Like the whole like Valhalla Thor like Viking Thor thing. Oh yeah, was, like, when, with both hammers and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Could, that was awesome. Because like it was funny though. Because all when of a sudden the, his hair is braided. When that thing <laughs> happened, like me and Ruthann looked at each other like apparently lightning can braid your beard. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of jitsu is that? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so and was it was that one of the problems you saw? In the yeah, movie? I didn't I didn't like po- Thor's portrayal. Okay, like, oh, I just, that's interesting. I just didn't like it. I didn't know that's what he was going to say, so that kind of tied in nicely. <laughs> yeah, good transition there. Yeah, so I thought what, they could have gotten the same effect without uh-huh. making him, you know, like so overweight and PTSD ish. <laughs> okay, so he could, he could he, well, yeah, sorry, he could have still had his same physique, but yeah. have the alcohol problem and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could have had, like a, a had been like a depression problem. problem. Yeah, like have yeah. something that like went wrong, not so being like able to forgive himself. More sad Thor, because like last movie, he was sad Thor too. Like he's like sitting by himself, like yeah. you know. Well, that's just after words. Uh, yeah, and like he lost his entire uh, planet and all yeah. that mm-hmm. whatnot. But uh, it, I think that's kind of why they went overboard. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. It's because like because it, it was if it was more sad so Thor again, it's just been more of the same. Because everything know? in the MCU is like to eleven. Yeah, that's like, true. There was a even freaking... at the end of the movie, he did, his beard wasn't even shaved. It was still looking like yeah. And then he's like, I'll put the glasses back on. I, I still got the the yeah. sweatshirt that's got stains on it and stuff. I'm like, really? Are you, you're still gonna be like this? Like this is Lebowski another one of those of character. movies where like the psychodrama is every character. You're getting psychodrama from every single character we're like going through thor and his mom and mm-hmm. him trying to get over it. he's like that one of the rules in his house was you can't say thanos like there, there was like very yeah. emotional yeah. uh distinct ties to like the ptsd and everything else I, but it, it was like a psychodrama through uh, captain america we went through his life we would go through tony's life mm-hmm. and then he finally gets the, a life and then so does you know Cap. now now on the flip side of that offense to the ptsd fat thing um uh, our friend Ken back in Delaware, even before I saw this, these uh, claims and articles about the PTSD controversy, mm-hmm. had the opposite effect. He was like, he finally related with Thor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because our friend Ken, he's a bigger dude. And he was like, for the first time, I could have been a body double for Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> and I was like, I know he was kind of half joking. but all of us? <laughs> I know he was kind of half joking, but like, you know, as a guy who's, you know, most people who listen to this and seen me on like my personal socials and stuff know that representation in like the uh, ethnic sense is like always a big deal to me. So, and I, I that's why I try to keep open mind about the PTSD like fat thing. If that really is a thing, I don't want to like ignore it because a lot of people ignore stuff when I bring it up. But like, if that actually is like a representation thing for him, for even if it's a little glimpse, it was like, it was pretty cool because even at the end, it wasn't like he got struck by lightning. And he lost forty. That's times. what I was like. Are we gonna do this? Is, or is the yeah. mom gonna fix him or something? Or what's yeah. gonna happen? I do. I mean, I know it's my <laughs> if if the uh, if the eat a salad if the if the PTSD that's what I was gonna say. If the PTSD like controversy, um, what isn't the case like isn't real. I thought the line of like eat a salad was like really funny. I, I laughed. At it. His mom says that to him. That's fat shaming, Rod. <laughs> Well, your mom's allowed to tell you that kind of shit. <laughs> That's true. I was really hoping um, that they'd bring back Asgard and they'd bring back Vision and they'd, you know, that they kind of like heal things, things, you know? Uh, actually, I had missed that entire thing. Like, by the end entire. of the movie, I was confused. I was like, how did Doctor Strange get everybody back? Oh, yeah. Me, me the and whole Ruth. first snap I had forgotten about. So this is the funniest little scenario about our specific screening. So we're walking, me and Vince and Ruthann are walking out of the Burbank 16 Theater, and we're heading to those elevators to get to the parking garage. Mm-hmm. And Vince is like, so explain the what happened there to me. And then uh, maybe Ruth or something starts saying, like, so what happened? It was like, let's get out of earshot. 
Yeah. Because we were in, we were in the middle of the screenings. There was like screenings before us and there was like four or five after us. Yeah. So people were as we were getting on the elevator, people were like entering the theater. Yeah. And so it was, it was like, oh yeah, that's probably a good idea. So let's make sure we're in the car. Just as we said that, friends that our friend Ruth Ann had introduced to us walked by us. Mm-hmm. They didn't see us, but I was like, it would have been funny that if we actually had gone through with it, we would have spoiled it specifically to mutual <laughs> friends. <laughs> Maybe like that Simpsons episode yeah. where Homer walks said, out. This is what we said after. They're like, I can't wow. believe he's his father. <laughs> I can't believe um, Luke. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like what we had to remind Vince of was like the first snap brought everybody back, but now. Like it didn't yeah. rewind time. Mm-hmm. It just, so everybody kind of basically like blacked out for a second because it, it, it's what. But uh, it's five years in the future still. Yeah. Oh yeah, so so like they they dusted, and then five years later, Hawk does the first snap. Yes, everybody comes back. As soon as Doctor Strange came back, he realizes, okay, here we go. Yeah, he Let's collects everybody. everybody. Yeah, and then it took him all that time to the third act to get everybody to do the circle thing so, and okay. everybody come back. Peter One, Parker, yes, I was gonna say uh, actually uh, like explains it. He was like, I dusted, and then when I woke up, then I must have just blacked out though because I woke up. And then Doctor Strange was there, and mm-hmm. he told me what happened. And then it's five, five years later. Yeah. Okay, so it's five years later. Mm-hmm. And the end, you see Peter and Ned together in high school. Yeah. Yeah. So they were in high school five years ago. Yeah. And they're still in high school. Ooh. So someone mentioned that, and I, the only thing, like, I kind of like, I, I'm, I'm gonna think that they're gonna like kind of address this in Far From Home. Mm-hmm. But I would guess in the because the whole world was well aware that half the population was gone. Yeah. I have a feeling that when everybody came back, they just made provisions like you just you're just going to finish school now. Like it's not like they skipped it. Yeah, you know, cause like he got dusted too. But he's going to be five years older. Well, no, because no, he, no. we'll he got dusted too. I, I so when they all came back, they all come back. Yeah, I'm, so that's age. the only thing. I'm assuming. I'm assuming Ned uh, also got dusted. Yeah, because otherwise that doesn't make sense. He right. should have been gone yeah. by then. And but, it makes sense because he was emotionally like. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna hug you, Peter. Oh, so then God, everybody's gonna have like half brothers and half sisters that are older than they were before. <laughs> Which they they had actually they had addressed with uh, Ant Man. Yeah, he showed back up and to his, his house. Yeah, but he didn't older. dust. He was just stuck in that thing for five well, years. But it's right. a very similar kind of experience, you know. Like they they like ceased to exist and then existed. You know. Yeah. Otherwise, Peter would have looked five years older. Yeah. yeah. So to me, that was just kind of like would have been a difference to me. It it was it was just that they got pulled out of like time mm-hmm. you know in existence and space and everything and, it, and then they got like put back in back like yeah so i it, in my head they're the same age it was just kind of like to them they blinked but to the rest of the world it was five but years it's good theory i like that i just don't i i don't i feel like that is kind of lacking like that's like one of the only consequences that you know I feel what like my disgruntled thing was what was the freaking gauntlet but rod had a good theory as Wait. well so go ahead if you were gonna no, finish i was just that. gonna have- so Freaking, what's his face from the tree? Yeah, had to make a freaking gauntlet out of that, like God metal or whatever. (laughs) And then that's also a name of a band, right? God metal. And then that's the thing that can hold the stones, right? Yeah. But Tony and 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 Buffalo Bill, I mean the Hawk, can uh, like just make it out of Tony's whatever. Yeah, so the stuff, the nanoparticles. Yeah. So and that's just it's like human shit. Sure. So sure, right? Is, <laughs> exactly. That was the well, thing. So it's like my, I was like, "Hey, come on!" So that kind of like I'm sorry, but it kind of like yeah. downplays the whole deal That's of true. the last. It absolutely thing. does. So my interpretation of that was, well, a right. you mentioned nano stuff because Tony's armor, for for the most part, up until like usually like ends of third acts, survives all of the space shit. Mm-hmm. So there's something to it there where it's like close to worthy, you know. But throughout all the MCU movies, every time there's like an alien attack or something, that technology gets like adopted into like the earth 
So like, you were stuff. saying the one thing Marvel does the best is they analyze all this a- alien yeah. tech. So like Agents of Shield like has all their tech because the Chitari yeah. invasion and stuff like that. So I'm just gonna assume since they and the Kree and stuff they, they they cut yeah the, the Kree like resurrected uh, Coulson and things like that. Now so we have that technology. So like they cut off Thanos's hand hmm. with a gauntlet on it. I would only imagine that scientists like Stark and uh, Banner and stuff would be like, "What was this shit made out of?" And they had five years to do it. Yeah, yeah. so I, I I feel like that they Stark didn't do anything though. He just sat in his. Uh, so like, uh, so Banner or whatever. Or, like, no, it's just yeah. Stark Industries. Yeah, or but well, he probably brought that hand back well, to the headquarters. Well, here's, that's another thing too. Yeah, know. we we don't know if he did anything. As being, we only saw the after. Because he he might have worked for another year and then gave up or something. I don't know. Right. Like, but like the thing is, they they were in possession of it. Like the Earth was in possession of like the original gauntlet. Yeah. So I feel like if you want like a like a behind the scenes like deep dive into, to me, they figured it out in five years by having the other thing, you know, something. And even then, <clears throat> I mean, it, he figured out freaking time travel. He it, can make a gauntlet. But even then, it didn't. It, it still kind of looked like it didn't wasn't up to par with the original gauntlet. Like I know the original gauntlet was like fucked up. But yeah. But, like, the, he was able to use it again because they made a point to say, like, he used it again to, like, destroy the stones. And then it was still on his hand and stuff. But the uh, the new gauntlet, like, looked like it wasn't going to last a whole mu- you know, much more mm-hmm. uh, usage or whatever. So it might have it just been, like, an endurance kind of thing, too. Yeah. But I think there's enough weight there in, on both sides. Like I was going to add with the earlier thing with Angie uh, saying, you know, she felt that Captain Marvel was a little bit was a little bit kind of girl powery. Forward. Exactly. And uh, w- what brought about that conversation was like I had said eh, like one part in the middle where the girls stand up. It's like I'm with her kind of deal. Oh, when, I was all, like, when all the females when all the females stand up, I'm like, OK, so this is a little hilarious. So, so <laughs> like Ruth, Ruth they're all standing together randomly. Ruth's, Ruth, said the, Ruth said the same thing about like, is that too much? And she said that too. She's like, I felt like that was a little. Is that too much? (laughs) But a, I wanted to see it, so whatever. I love the Pepper Potts got the rescue arm. Yeah, crap, that was cool. But B, um, once again, one of these things that they may not have even thought of, but in my head worked to most of them. That same thing happened like an hour ago Mm -hmm. because they were just at the Battle of Wakanda, and like three or four of the women, like all kind of like did their thing. Oh, that's true. So it might have just been like a (laughs) continuation of like, well, we were already working together, like you know. (laughs) So it was kind of nice because it also. It was kind of hinting at like the female Avengers. Like, isn't there like a whole comic series about like the all female Avengers? I don't know. Thing like I I saw like some posts about like does this mean this is what's happening in the future? And so I guess there is a girls like A Force. I guess yeah. as Avengers were the with the ladies. I didn't you know in the last few years I have not been reading. <laughs> and also just, some, you and know it, for all of them to kind of land in that one place to do that thing yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yes, like well, but that's like, why I feel like. But I don't, they, when they, I was they, talking to Angie, it was a little. But the thing, but the thing is, they didn't, they didn't uh, randomly land there. All the portals were very precise. Otherwise, people would have been clashing into each other and shit. Like this they, was after. This was like maybe for for us in the theater, like a couple of minutes after they had all came in. But I mean, what I'm saying is that everything. You have this epic scene of it, all the women together. Exactly. It seems like because, like you said, when the they got undusted to when that battle happened, there was a good chunk of time, and it yeah. seems like some strange or someone had like orchestrated some plan so that everybody knew where they were going to be because a lot of those armies had never worked together like i'm going to guess the sorcerers that never met any of the wakandans and stuff yeah so there had to been some debriefing like don't shoot at those people <laughs> like don't you know like don't maul those people and stuff yeah. so there for all we know there might have been some off camera like listen like 
bitches gotta stick together. Like <laughs> we're just debriefing. Real you know, quick. like <laughs> bad guys, not bad guys. Yeah, not bad guys. <laughs> uh, us here, like the blue chick. As long as she has the gold stripe thing, she's good. Like you <laughs> exactly, know, like, Gamora that, currently what, good. Yeah, I mean, that's how it plays. Is is that they were all that close to each other? Yeah, to yeah. do that, and especially because off. Valkyrie to me kind of seemed like the leader of that front, mm. and that makes sense to me because she was formerly of an all female like army. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it might have even just been like second nature, like, listen, we're gonna get all these bitches all together the and like to see her <laughs> all be the, the new queen ladies. of Asgard too, that's interesting. <laughs> I love Tessa Thompson, so I'm here for yeah. it. Like I mean, like they've already like, kind of gone so far with it. I'm like at this point, I was like, eh, I don't know. Like I feel like they're all kind of gone. Like Cap mm. Cap's done with except he could come back to be honest, but um obviously RDJ's gone. Uh, we what? got Thor's like kind of taken off to hang out with the Guardians, so he might be in the new Guardians, Guardians movie. Three as the yeah. Eyes Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. Like <laughs> it's funny because uh, my brother also said that he's like, right, is, I guess Thor's with Asgard mm-hmm. or the, with the Guardians now. I was like, because that's a comic it's series, comic, yeah. As Guardians of the Galaxy. So <laughs> we should just go down like all the characters. We talked yeah, about Thor. Honest, we yeah. talked about um, Doctor Strange. Uh, Th- Hawk had a very like large role to play in this movie and and uh Mm -hmm. you know the first time we see him we see both the intelligent hawk and the monster hawks together and that was like kind of a weird shocking thing for me (laughs) oh well hulk actually and i don't feel like they do this very much cardigan was not sitting well okay (laughs) i don't feel like they they push on any of the hulk movies i uh, i feel like they they tap into this hulk the reason hulk uh separated is because he has multiple personalities. And so uh, he has actually different kinds of Hulks inside of him. Right. The very first Hulk was the Gray Hulk, and then and the Green Hulk's green, the Savage Hulk. Red Hulk. Uh, Red Hulk's a different person. Oh, sure. Red Hulk is actually uh, Ross. There's a General different guy. Ross. Oh, that's right. And uh, I forgot about that. But, uh, yeah, he, he even has... We have uh, World Breaker Hulk, which is actually... like I was hoping... Like th- this Hulk that we see is a uh, professor. He's got all the kind of intelligence of the banner, but he's still kind of Hulk. And I was happy to see that. I was actually really hoping, like, yeah, I hope we get to see Professor Hulk. But the end, at the end, I was like hoping he'd just like kind of freak out and Hulk out because that's what kind of happened. I did like that when they returned to the Battle of New York, <laughs> and he's like, "We well, got to break some blend stuff. in." And he was like, "Okay, uh, it's a bit <laughs> and, like, and he like punches a card. He's like, uh, and then uh, "He looks like a werewolf or like a dry." He's like, "Raw, yeah." <laughs> Because yeah. he just it's can't channel it. Like no. it's the same thing. People like when people walk up to me and like, uh, do a thing of music or like <laughs> be funny. I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like, but then to also see like the most raw state of Hawk, yeah, the original from 2014, yeah. like run ravage through. Which I was hoping he'd just go back to, or like when he changes in the other parts, like sometimes he'll change to one if he changes that, and then if you know he gets a savage at some point in time and he so goes back. Th- that's I actually a good point of like. Uh, kind of tying in what we said earlier about how this movie doesn't stand on its own. Like, mm. you'd have to see another other ones. Because I feel like someone who, like, uh, like Granny Potty Mouth has never seen the Marvel movies. She doesn't like superhero movies. Yeah. But even if she did and she hadn't seen any of the Marvel movies, I feel like the Hulk's depiction, there would have been criticisms there. Like, oh, the CG, the acting, what's this happening and stuff. I'm like... I, I like what Russo said. Like, he's like, listen, uh, I'm just going with it. I'm not worried about the quality of the CG. Mm. There's there's a Hulk that's eating like burritos and like has glasses on. Like I'm I'm down and he's takes he- taking selfies with teenagers and stuff. I this is this is all I wanted. <laughs> he's like, like hey. yeah, he's arms. He's like, dab. It's like this is this is all I I wanted. This is the the yellow spandex again. Like I just wanted yeah. that and I want to see like a raccoon riding a Pegasus. Like I want all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like you know. Um, like CG was beautiful though. I don't feel like Hulk might have been like the, the lowest part. Like the rest of it was ama- mm-hmm. amazing. What did, what did Rue Ru say? She said like she, she was kind of like she's like I don't know how to feel because I'm like a tr- very attracted to Mark Ruffalo. You know, all the women or, love already. Mark. 
but, then, but then she was kind of like there for Hulk mm-hmm. Ruffalo. Like she's like, I'm kind of liking this Hulk Ruffalo. <laughs> Maybe he should change his name to Hulk Ruffalo. Maybe but I was like, but yeah, he's he was a handsome dude. The way they made him up, like he looked very much like Mark. Yeah, yeah. and like he was is this you know when you think of like chiseled all American dude except green, like mm. well, that's it. Kind of did they kind of did, and then like exploded him. You know, I like, did like where <laughs> what did he say right before he ripped the shirt off in two thousand four when they come back? He's like, well, it's a little gratuitous, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then rips his shirt. <laughs> I thought like all the well, that was two thousand fourteen or is this two thousand four? Two thousand thirteen. Okay, or fourteen. Oh, oh it was two thousand fourteen. <laughs> Is it 12? I, I forget. It was 12. I, I think in 2004, I was still in college. I didn't know. Yeah. No, nothing was, yeah, 2004. 2008. I was still in high school. <laughs> or no, I just had graduated. Um, the, really, like, Hawk's whole, uh, like, his character development and all that was very interesting, too. Like, seeing him get put in through trials and, like, mm-hmm. uh, what was it? Nat had to, like, put the spirit back in Hawk to, like, try to figure this whole time th- thing out when, uh, when, Tony was like, I'm out. You know, I got a family. I started over. Like, this is what mm-hmm. I want. Yeah. I don't think, I don't feel like they completely 100% addressed, like, his kind of problem in the last movie. He's like, me and, me and Hulk, we need to figure this out. And he's like, he just shows up like, he hey, did, we figured it out. He did <laughs> like, say something. Figure what out. Like, um, Hawk when Hulk. When he couldn't Banner. change the Hulk. Uh, in the last he's movie. like, I'm, I was, I was always battling. That's when he was trying to get Thor back on track. Yeah, yeah. he's like, guess who saved me? You did, buddy. And he's the, like, before yeah. I was battling, thinking Hawk was like this monster, but then I realized he's a part of me. Like, I need to. Yeah. That's which why is, he became. Yeah, but that's which, never worked Professor in the comics. Hulk, which is, ever. which is, which is funny because maybe it worked for me because I just got done watching the OA, and that, and that's a huge plot point of yeah. like merging that. And they did spend the entire season working on that. So, like, the whole thing about, like, not trying to fight. Well, actually, you know what? Come to think of it, Thor and Hulk had a very similar arc. Mm-hmm. Is that Thor's was on camera and Hulk's was off. Because Thor was like, I'm, I'm not going to try to be who I was supposed to be. I'm going to be who I am. Yeah. Um, so, actually, that actually kind of ties back to, like, the uh, gaining weight and everything and stuff. <laughs> he, he didn't, like, suddenly, like, just fix himself. He's like, well, this is who I am. I might start working out a little bit later. But, like, right now, like, let's just... Fuck some shit up, you know. Like I know, right? No, just with the Hulk thing. Like if he could have just tried that in the beginning, like he he definitely did. You know, or he's like, I don't want to change. No, like I don't want to go back and forth. Maybe we could just merge these guys. Like that's the whole thing of Hulk the entire time of Hulk. Uh-huh. And you just fight it forever. I loved uh, the scene where um, Ant Man. He's they're testing that theory, the whole time travel thing out, mm-hmm. and you know, Hulk's like, oh, everything's gonna work fine. It's totally <laughs> yeah. fine. Like, and then you see Scott get like zapped from. <laughs> A child to a one, baby to an old man. One, like, like, one of me to peed a baby, me myself. One, one of my biggest laughs the entire movie was when they got it right like the fourth or fifth time, yeah. and then he smiles at the camera. He's like, "Time travel." Yeah, <laughs> like, like catchphrase at the but, moment. But it was it was just his facial organ. Whoever did the mocap on his face, he was yeah. like time travel. Was like they really that was the it. best was part to me. Like, I love when he gives. Uh, when I he love they had to turn the power off. Because like, his taco got yeah, blown yeah. up, and he's like, "Oh!" And he comes by I like died. all hippie, and he gives him a taco. When you see Hawk's hands, hand him two tacos. <laughs> yeah. It was funny about uh, the taco scene too. Is like that's what people are using to like troll people who don't want to get spoiled stuff. And they're like, "No spoilers." He's like, "Taco." He loses the tacos. He loses, like, he loses <laughs> tacos. <laughs> that's good, dude. I okay. Speaking of spoilers, I want to get into spoilers real quick. I got spoiled before this movie, like. And it pissed me off because I got spoiled before The Force Awakens, too. And it's like, those are two big movies that, like, I knew something was coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, that movie, I wasn't off the internet yet. But this movie, I stayed off the internet for a week. Yeah, yeah. Over a week. And uh, I was still posting to, like, Instagram and stuff. But I was using, like, an, a separate app that I could, so I didn't see anything on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what had happened is, like, I forgot to turn off notifications on my phone. And, like, notification, notifications popped up 
and some guy said something to me, and the guy's name was Tony dies and Black Widow dies too. And I was like, you a-hole. Uh, <laughs> like, see, I'd kind of just... I like, assume someone's going to die. Well, I just but, assumed Tony was dying. Because like, he was like the godfather. I was assuming Widow, Cap's going to die. Black Widow was a surprise. Yeah, Cap was, or Black Widow ooh, was definitely a surprise. Ooh. Speaking of Captain America, so mm-hmm. this is a little thing with our little buddy Scott from Sky, Scott Nicewander, which is actually funny because it's so minuscule, he doesn't even remember it happened. But... He he did like a little Instagram live stream like Q and A thing, mm-hmm. and uh, someone had like everybody was speculating like how's Endgame gonna end. This was like months ago. Yeah, and I just spec I didn't even make a call. I wasn't like this is what's gonna happen. I was like, you know, what would be really beautiful to me is if like the whole, we already know it's about time travel. So if the whole thing happens and then Cap just like we're good. And then he goes back in time and retires and gets his life with uh, mm-hmm. Agent Carter and then has his dance. And Scott, so Scott also has a way better understanding of comic book characters than I do. So he was like, "That's just not in Cap's character. Yeah, he, ne- he never, he never finishes. So he never like retires or anything like that. Yep. So they would have, to, if they did that, it would be like a huge detour from his character. And it's like, so I pro- they're probably not going to do that. And then like I see the movie, I'm like, they're di- they're going to do, it. they're going to, they, they did, did it. it, they did. It. And then it ends the movie. Like that's yeah. like the last thing you see is his dance with. And I was, I was like, anything that I had withheld at that point, it just all came out because it was so beautiful it was like, beautiful I, I enjoyed the ending yeah i agree with with scott because you know whenever he's talking to tony in civil war he's like if i see something going south i can't deny myself like it's yeah. just in, in my blood so like he's gonna be there with peggy and he's gonna just sit at home all day long no he can't go outside because people are like wait a minute that's captain america like you know see i in to me and this, i talked to ruth about this too was they had just like saved everyone like they got because in their universe the only actual threat was thanos mm-hmm. there's a lot of wrong in the world you know get me wrong but in their eyes like thanos was the only one that was going to really make that impact yeah and he's gone and in that time they apparently didn't have any other like major things you know there's like all the other crimes and stuff in the world but there's like people for that yeah um if they ever bring in king the conqueror he's like directly tied kind of to captain america okay. kind of deal so i feel like that'd be really hard like and, or, yeah. or and i would not be happy about it i guess that is a like out of character for cap to to kind See, of take it for himself you know because mm-hmm. it's, it's never been for himself it's always been for the the job or for yeah. everyone else but it seemed like the, re- the reason i had it's not called that that i wanted that was because i felt like that's what feige had been like setting up the entire time Oh, because yeah. he had the vision of the dance with her, you know, and they talked about yeah. the dance. And I was like, there's no way they're not going to tie that up with the dance, you know, like, um, and it, it's either they're going to kill him and then he's going to be a vision against the dance mm-hmm. or he's going to retire. So when he didn't die, I was like, he's not going to come back from the time machine because they just yeah. made a point as to soon say as he like, was going to the time machine. I'm like, he's not coming back. But also, <laughs> like, I had wondered yeah. because Vince said something about like, well, is he going to tell Bucky so he doesn't freak out when like uh, Falcon becomes Captain America? I was like, I have to rewatch it because I might have miss like I didn't see this right he had already done but, it but i think like the way it looked when he walked into the time machine he gave bucky a look yeah like they had already talked that well kind of they had already but will talk like bucky and uh cap from like the 50s yeah had a little talk like listen so like here's how this timeline is gonna go like had the whole thing yeah so that by the time buck got to that point he was like yep this is, this is it this He's is what he said this is what he said yeah it was gonna happen you know and then I also loved uh, Pepper Potts, like when Tony was dying, because it looked like—I mean, obviously he was like outwardly physically injured, mm-hmm. but it looked like his brain was fried, like he wasn't all there, like he was a vegetable almost, yeah, you know, yeah, like. Yeah. And Tony's toe up. And so she, she like looks at him, and she's so composed that she's like, she's like, it, "We're gonna be okay. You can rest now." Like I, 
I was like, that was perfect. Yeah. Like, and she I'm had te- to kind of move, like, yeah, I'm, I'm had tearing. To move Peter out of the way a little bit to I'm, get to him. I'm tearing up, like, thinking about it because it was oh, like, because yeah. you could tell, like, he's hanging on, yeah, because of his family and stuff. And when she, he just needed the assurance, like, they were going to be good. And then, and for the one person he trusted in his life to tell him, like, you can rest. Because he, yeah, for the last however many years of his life, it's just been constant, like, everything coming at him, you know? The hologram got me when he was, like, talking to his daughter. Yeah. Oh, jeez. The, uh, I don't know if I my want wife to talk saw about, me crying or not. Like, like, <laughs> like I said before, like we're trying to hit all these like very. Uh, it's so huge. I feel like we wise. need like three podcasts because there's a bunch of characters that it. didn't get this treatment. You know, like yeah. a lot of like a lot of the one didn't even get that time, that screen time, or that like psychodrama screen yeah, screen time. But uh, for for Cap, like uh, seeing the team go back in time to collect the stones, and then seeing how like I liked that. Tony failed. You know, a lot of them fail on screen a lot. Yeah. And I think that's something the Russo brothers do really well is like they, that's where the grounding is, you know? But my point of all this is that uh, Cap at the end goes back alone to to put the time stones back at the moment they were taken, right? Yeah. But we don't see that. We don't see any of that. Nope. But he did it by himself. Seems a little unbelievable to me. I I agree with that. That and like, you know, the Power Stone is like in a cube. Or whatever, or a space stone is, is in, the, in the test rack. So, like, what are they gonna get it back in there? Do they, does well, he have the box like, to put it in? None of just not even just like time, but yeah, all these no. tiny little like just that weird aspects. Of there's it. a lot. He's got to go. To, he's got to go to Asgard to shoot it back into what's mm-hmm. his face. Um, like, there's so Jane, many much Jane. shit that he has to do by himself. Of course, he has you know the span of his life to do it, but still, like, how? Yeah. I, but I, he had, he had the pin particles, you know, enough to yeah, to I, like travel as many times as he needed to. Even if he did fail, he could go back. That was the thing. Is like now he has a supply instead of them all having one shot. But, yeah. but like you know, butterfly effect, all those other things. But there is no butterfly effect because it's the quantum physics version theory. of time travel. But wouldn't right? it be? Wouldn't the cap thing be a butterfly butterfly effect? Because he went back in time in it, and he's there. Because so we got we got um, two different s- situations. Mm-hmm. We got Nebula shooting Nebula, mm-hmm. and Nebula. So like, okay, so didn't she disappear at that point in time? And then we have Cap going back in time, and then he comes. He's he's like, oh, I'm here. I'm from the back in time, Cap. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me. It's kind of hard to explain. So it, it goes back to his Mobius strip model. Um, the Nebula thing was like closing a loop kind of thing, and then the thing with Cap going back is um, apparently once again this is going to take a further explanation if they want to get into it. Things didn't change enough for it to branch off into like another timeline, or it might have, and we don't know. We're just on a different timeline, like because yeah. the ancient one kind of established that multiverses now exist in this yeah. this world, like or whatever. And which we were implied to before, but this is the first time in this the Marvel Cinematic Universe we've heard it verbatim said like it can branch off, and it's like well, so that's what we have now. So we might even be in a different, a different thing. But like it, also the thing is that old Cap might have not even been from that timeline. He might have just traveled back to that point from whatever timeline he was from. He might have not lived in that world. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that it was in that ending. He he might have like gone and lived his life, lived in another branch of a timeline that never had the Avengers or anything like that, and then just knew that he needed to like patch things up with the guys there. So he like traveled back to that point to like pass the torch to, to Falcon and everything like that. And we because because he he could just have been like a parallel branch into you know, the whole thing. So that that was like the the only last thing I had before we moved back to Tony was was this whole thing about him and the stones and, and like going by himself and the millionaire thing made sense you know he had to return the hammer back to its original time yeah. and all that um, oh isn't a big fan <clears throat> of the obliterating obliterating the mansion and nobody dies like they're just like oh. from, from space like and well, like everyone's okay I, like i uh, thought cap died 
Yeah, that's a because I, he he walks up to the window and he crosses his arms and all of a sudden you see all the nuclear. That was, that was Ant Man. That was yeah. Ant Man. I thought, I thought Ant Man would have died in like, that situation he's not even, too. He doesn't yeah. even have any powers. He just has the suit. Yeah, but I think, I think they showed that he just like it shrunk. So that shrunk he, so he didn't. Bit. But oh my god, like there were so many moments like that. Like knowing ahead of time that this is going to be whatever Doctor Strange thought or saw or whatever, whatever. Mm. But then as I'm, you know, it's unfolding, I'm like, damn, this is the timeline. Like, oh crap, like mm-hmm. Nebby, they know. Like Thanos yeah. knows. Oh my God, this whole thing is screwed up now. Like they're gonna lose yep. again, and again. Mm-hmm. Like it's so much like angst and, and and anxiety, and my stomach is like up in knots, that, like worrying about this team. You know, like but that's what I loved about because everybody so was great. making speculation on Endgame, and I was like, I know it's fun to theorize, and I like theorizing, so I was doing mm-hmm. that too. But I was like, all of us are gonna be wrong because Russo has already said it's it's not what anybody thinks, mm-hmm. and so it was like they they pretty much did what most of us thought was gonna be the entire movie in the first ten minutes. <laughs> When he well, we talked about it before, I said that was going to happen. I said they'd go to find Thanos, and he's mm-hmm. like, eh, anymore, and then they'd leave. Yeah. And then they'd have to worry about go back in time. But, but yeah. like, well, yeah. when they when they cut off his head, everybody in our theater was like, oh, shit, he just did it. There yeah. was, like, no monologue or anything. Like, it just it happened. Was, oh, man. And seeing, like, Thanos like that, like, yeah. his arms all, like, decrepit, his legs all messed up. You see him, like, mm-hmm. on the ground. His face is all burnt. You're seeing this like super defeated guy. Exactly, know? he's like worthless at that point. And all of a sudden, his head too. Like, damn, he got the treatment. That's yeah, a little violent. That's kind of funny. I brought my girls, <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't like at least with this one as, as opposed to Hellboy. They didn't show oh, stuff like Hellboy. If you haven't seen it yet, make sure you're good with like 2019 <laughs> Mortal Kombat level graphic <laughs> violence. But like at least with yeah, this it was like everything was like it was hard hitting, but more implied. And it also was like space, so we don't even know if like Thanos had like, like organs like we know them, you know, like, <laughs> and stuff like that. So it was just like poof, oh, it's done. I guess. Lastly, we have Tony. Like, when when do we even see Tony in this film? Like, it was it was it right I, at the beginning. Okay, he's in the ship. That that's right. Okay, so, so he's with Nebula and they're stuck, and you know he's saying his last. Oh, words the first thing. He's the first thing after the the opening title card. Clint too, like seeing his family disappear. Mm-hmm. was like the first thing you saw. Yeah, the first it? thing you saw. Mm-hmm. Tony, you didn't see the tech. This wasn't like a tech movie for Iron Man. Like every movie mm-hmm. so far has been like he new, tech, new tech, new tech, yeah, new yeah. tech. I guess so. He, but he it saw, wasn't, he, he saw, it wasn't he a saw, suit. Yeah. It wasn't any new tech to the suit. Like every single movie he's been upgrading himself. And you know why though? Why it didn't evolve is because there was no bad anymore. It's like Thanos said, what kind of they yeah. killed Thanos? He he did he had his words and he was like, I'm the one that wanted to create the shield around the world, and you didn't you didn't agree with it and stuff. Seeing Cap and him in that battle too, and then making up and all that, like God, talk about like the dr- dramatic like heartstrings, like just pulling on every heartstring. I didn't like for some re- like I was with Ant Man in that scene where Tony and um, Steve decided like go back to New Jersey. Mm. Uh, I was like, wait, what? What is this? Is this where it ends for them? Like they were just to sacrifice themselves and stuff. And then they get back there and we see Hank Pym, like young Hank Pym. Mm. And I was like, oh my god, yeah, they're gonna grab this the stuff to like to do to do more of this. But which also brings us to we mentioned with uh, Ruth. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if like the de-aged like Hank Pym was like good or not because i if if i didn't know it was him i might have not even thought about it but because i know who what he looks like it might have seemed a little uncanny to me but it was still really cool either way i was like who's the hips with back there yeah look, look better than carrie fisher <laughs> oh gosh that's no, true i'm just playing everybody looked i mean better. They, the, both of them were kind of weird to me actually 
Uh, and it was even more re- weirder because we saw like a 3D thing. Oh, yeah. And the layers and stuff were all like jiggly and like, like weird. I don't like 3D when you got stuff like this. And the next time we see it, we're, we're going to do Dolby Cinema. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, also epic. something else I noticed about the, the Real D glasses we were wearing, if you if they're shifted like yeah, and not it's lined up, if, not they're sp- right. if they're spun a little bit, the whole thing will be like layered. You so you have to, I had to like keep refocusing my glasses. Mm-hmm. Oh. Even like yes. if you're not like within the the middle, like, six or seven seats too i feel like mm-hmm. sometimes just to get closer to the edges it starts to like smear yeah too. we were perfectly in the middle it was just like if the glasses start like one side goes up or down like then it just like unfocuses yeah so tony like yeah had his ups and downs i mean we've literally seen him from like close de- to death and then i was talking about him being emaciated after he comes back and he loses a fusey like literally like just like shouts he, he rips his heart out Oh yeah, that's right. He rips his heart off, <laughs> throws it down, and then he passes out. Yeah. At that point, he goes to have his own life with Pepper. Right? Well, everybody goes yeah. five years later. That's okay. So that's what happened. He has a daughter and all that. And you know, that was another cool thing Marvel does is they don't they don't have to like tell you and show you every single thing. They just like this is what it is now. Mm-hmm. He has a daughter. So, <laughs> so I, I, I feel like that's a double standard though, because what then people that? are like. Well, how did they return all the stones then? Is they that, didn't like, show. That's the point. Yeah. That's my point. So, so I think they do it well. I don't think that that's a plot hole. I don't think that's like a bothersome thing. Um, I, I didn't, it's not a plot. I didn't say a plot hole or anything. Or like, I don't think it's a bothersome I, thing. I just said Marvel, this is what Marvel does. Mm-hmm. The, all of a sudden, he has a daughter now. That's what you have to accept. Just like uh, Cap jumped in that hole, and now mm-hmm. everything's back to normal. That's what they give us. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, I hate to be devil's advocate, but like one of the things I did like, that everything wasn't back to normal. Like it was close. But like Vision stayed dead, Gamora, yeah. we know stayed dead. Like, mm-hmm. they, but like they, Vision's, they're gonna have that TV show. They got WandaVision. Yeah, I. <laughs> so what's gonna happen with that? I I feel like they're gonna. It, it, once again, now we know there's like multiverses. There's prequels. Like I know that there's supposed to be a Black Widow movie coming out. And, yeah, but I've heard that was. Uh, who's the girl that's in Harry Potter? The Hermione girl. Oh okay. Bell. What's yeah. her Name. I so I I mentioned to Vince like. She has so much backstory that we never explored. Like they hint at, like they they, they talk about it a little bit about like her getting sterilized and like in the assassin camp thing. But there's a whole thing there where we don't see her become an assassin. You know, I don't think she's going to be majorly majorly in that movie, like in the, the Black Widow movie. Speaking of Black Widow, Black, Black Widow isn't. No, I think it's going to be. I mean, the Black Widow movie is going to be um, a prequel probably, and they'd even hinted about uh, Emma. What, what, what I can't remember her name. Hold on. Emma Watson. Emma Watson is that a girl's name? They had hinted about her being Black Widow. Yeah. Well, I'm just talking about the character. I don't know okay. who's going to play him. Like, I, I, I think that like there's still places to go with it. And actually, that reminds me too. Uh, we kept me and uh, Ruth kept waiting for Loki to come back because he sold the Tesseract. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. to me, that's pretty much the setup for this TV series. The, the thing with uh, Scarlett Johansson too, she had a she had like a very very uh, serious thing to try to pull off, and that's like dying. And uh, her and Clint there before the the you know the, for the Soul Stone and all that, like she she had to basically like say like you need to let me go you need to let me go like it's me I want to go it's but like the acting chops for that needed to be like perfect yeah. or otherwise I would have thought that was stupid or not stupid just like it would have felt wrong if she didn't get that performance right. Well, even even like yeah even Tony. Like he didn't really have any last words. He just it was all in his face. Yeah. Like, but when I am Iron Man. So when 
when they um well no i mean after when he was dying like there was he didn't say anything he was well you were saying like you thought he was brain dead at that point that's what i'm saying though like that when you talk about acting like i was like i think this was brilliant like you don't have lines you're you're acting with your face yeah and like it was brilliant but like um when black widow and hawkeye got in the time machine and they were the ones that gonna go to vormir Mm -hmm. i was like yeah uh, like someone's gonna die yeah and they don't know that yet right um and i know and, and i was like well, obviously, it's going to be Black Widow, right? Because she doesn't have a family. You know, like, Hawkeye has something to like, fight for. Mm-hmm. But then when they got there, and he made the point of, like, I've done a lot of terrible things the last five years. Like, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you good. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then they kept, like, going back and forth. And at that point, I genuinely didn't know. Yeah. Like, after he brought that up, I was like, I killed a lot of people. Like, I probably caught up with you in the last five years, you know? like, yeah. and, and then, like, they, they kept going stance. back and forth. I was like, oh, there's a good, like... <laughs> she, she, she takes a run for it. He shoots the arrow... They bo- he tries to jump over. They give a nice slow motion shot of but also <laughs> Jeremy it, Renner jumping and then it also literally ha- Nat like shooting the thing. Yep. That whole it scene does, of action and everything and falling to their to her death basically. It also happened the, like the was way amazing. It, it also happened the way like it needed to for the Soul Stone to like be obtained because I don't think someone can commit, just commit suicide and then the stone gets there. Like someone yeah. has to like give them up. So if it had happened before, I don't know if it would have worked. If like someone just jumped and the other one didn't want them to like yeah. like he had to physically like decide to like ungrip his hand i think it would just be like you have to lose someone right i don't well, think that's he, don't know the he didn't want to let go she pushed so off like the if wall. you did the other person jumped and you didn't want them to jump i mean ter- technically that would work yeah. the, only, the only rule was lose the person you love yeah exactly so if somebody dies there that you loved it works Okay, because that's, that's the only that, that, rules. That's, he gave. that's not what I got. That's not what I got out of it. But Red I don't know. Like, that's the only thing he t- I was gonna tells say, you. I, if I hadn't known the Black Widow was gonna die, because I've gone to that scene, I was like, oh, of course, my stupid spoiler dude spoiled it for me. Yeah. Uh, I would have probably been like, oh, why isn't Cap going to Boron Amir? Because that'd be sweet to set him up with like yeah. beating the crap out of Skull again or something, you know? <laughs> well, like, so, so my question is, if that's the rule, then like, so what if if someone got there and accidentally tripped, do they just manage magically get the Soul Stone? Like, if one dies and if, they, they love if, them, because maybe. Red Skull said like this is the rule, and there's some other thing too but i'm not saying like well, then i would it, it wasn't some other things was like it wasn't some other things to it the one thing that i got out of it was that someone had to consciously like let them go in their head even if it's not like physically their hand like she she said the words like you have to let me go and it wasn't to me it was like a double prong thing it was like you have to let go of my hand but also like emotionally you have to like let this go like yeah i felt like it was the it he was, never did though <laughs> that's, that's the thing well she, see I, he did though to me like i could see it she in his killed I, herself i could see it in his eyes that he'd like yep he didn't let go though. No, she she, she herself, jumped though. out of his hand. So yeah. he didn't want to let her go. He didn't want to kill her. Let her die. He didn't let her. Okay, I'm just gonna put out there. I disagree with all of that. <laughs> okay. I, I'm serious. Like I I I I thought in his acting, in his heart, he knew that was the only way, and he let her go emotionally, even if his hand didn't do it. If he wasn't willing to let go, then I don't think it would have worked. Yeah. Like I, it, it just it, it's like so why why couldn't you just like say you love the bug and then throw it down like? <laughs> I'm I'm serious. You really love the bug. Like, why, why do you, do you really love the lamp? Or why? Do, why do just bugs like, have souls? That's another argument. Well, yeah, because raccoons do. Do raccoons have souls? Well, they do in this universe, and so, so does a tree. So it would work. Is it, if you love the bug? <laughs> Stanley's cameo. That was silly. So as quick. I didn't. I didn't know about the enough said thing. Enough said. Yeah, I didn't know about sticker. that. Oh yeah. So I I I mean like uh, we were with Ruth she was she saw enough said she's like oh this is Stan's cameo I was like oh I didn't know that I guess he used to sign off his editorials with that I didn't know that but I remember he said that in Spider Man two so I guess that maybe that was also a thing I haven't seen it myself I'm just going by what Ruth said she said like when he used to like write back to fans like in or write like editorial articles in comic books hmm. he would I sign think them he off was with, saying like she was saying sign off prints 
like when that's what I'm saying in the like, editorials. Yeah. Like he would he would say enough said, Stanley. Hmm. And it was out, so when, so supposedly like hardcore fans would like see the bumper sticker and just know that that was him, him in the car. That was like, real quick though. Like I wonder mm-hmm. if it was like CGI partly. I asked that too, but uh, Rue had said that he'd filmed it a while ago, and it, it was one of those cameos that could have been in any of the Marvel mm-hmm. movies. But I don't know. I, That's I, true. I, I didn't hear anything either way. Which would make it weird that they put it in the last one. Not that they would have known that he would have passed away, but that they would have chosen that one for mm-hmm. kind of endgame finale, you know? I feel like they would have like had him have a longer one for just that specific movie. But Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just surprised he was in the movie. <laughs> well, they, they, they made it a point to say it would be his last cameo or one of his last. Yeah. In this one, because they'd filmed like twenty of them in a row or something. Mm. They did, a little, yeah, I remember they did a lot. But um, uh, I think Russo said that he wasn't well enough to do the Far From Home one. Yeah, the thing I took—I don't know if this was intentional or not—but when I thought about later, it would be really fitting because we see Stan like as himself at his peak, like physically. It, it kind of heavily implies that that's actually Stan Lee mm. playing himself in in the car, you know? Yeah, I think it was probably from back when. Mm. I know Evans's time is up, like. Um, and he even said, like, if he's done paying Cap, but, like, there is Cap, old Cap that, like, kind of hangs mm-hmm. out and helps out and whatnot. Uh, that'd be sweet if they could bring him around <laughs> doesn't eventually. He be- but doesn't he become a director of S.H.I.E.L.D. at some point or something, the old Cap? No, I don't know. He, like, burns up his Do you see Coulson's serum. back on television or whatever? They put out some teasers. Okay, I was going to say, I don't think it started, did it? No. Things that, you know, I, I wanted to see, I, wa- I still wanted to see, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. and, like, the Defenders. I just, just mm-hmm. I was sad we didn't see that. Not even a clip. <laughs> You know, like, you know, could have had, could have even had, you know, Strange be like, Whoosh, they're there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, he had all those um, the other monks and stuff. Why not? Why not the Defenders, guys? <laughs> Come on. That's something else. I'm going to have to watch that open that opening to the final battle again, because I feel like there's a ton, ton of stuff in there that we didn't catch. Yeah. There's so many people in that. I peed a little when I saw uh, Black Panther and Shiri and... Okoye. Okoye like, is my, my favorite. <laughs> seeing her take <laughs> down that back. one chick and then seeing Falcon like stab somebody with the with wings. With the wings, that was awesome. Like seeing these characters just oh. like kicking ass was and that, so great. That brings us to like that, that big like, culmination when you see like Milnor like strike lightning and it's not Thor mm-hmm. and then it pans over and it's Cap. Like our theater like it, it was it like we it. just won the Super Bowl. Yes. Like everyone's <laughs> cheering like holy cow and then Thor gives that smirk he's like I knew it. Mm-hmm. We we yeah. talked about uh, what it took to be worthy too, and like I was like, did Cap like he didn't tr- did he try? Yeah, in the original like, oh, Avengers. Yeah. That's right. He moved yeah, that was on the, the table one. a little bit. Is, was it? Is an Ultron? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. The and then she and she moves a little bit. Like Scarlet's like worthy too, or whatever in the comics, but never. Well, everybody the at some point in time kind of like left said like Black Widow, Black Widow left it at one point in time. Worthiness is kind of I don't know in what the movies. Humans. In, in the, the comics. comics. Oh, okay, no, no. In the, so in the movies, Black Widow never tries. So yeah. they leave it open-ended. Mm-hmm. And Cap's the only one that wiggles it a little bit. Yeah. So it's cool to like... And, and then Vision, we're like, well, he, I guess he wasn't exactly yeah. worthy yet. But he'd <laughs> but been, then Cap went Or he could have been like, lift it and like notice he could lift it and just be like, oh, man. Yeah. That could have been man, a theory, too. I think That's I think why he knew took, that he could get it. Yeah. I think he went through some shit and it made him worthy. In the end, but that's like that whole like well, tomato tomato kind yeah. of deal. Well, so deal. the 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 thing I've seen like a lot of like people who paid attention to it, and this once again may or may not be connected, was that before when he was able to wiggle it, he was still keeping that secret of kill, uh, knowing who killed Tony's parents. Oh yeah, and then after that, having let it go, and also like 
fixing his feud with Tony. That might have been the last thing that kept him from like fully picking it up or whatever. You know, like could be. He had like a long standing like deceit <laughs> that he needed to like get off his chest. This this whole movie, I yelled and screamed the loudest and like clapped so much more than I've done in any movie before. <laughs> like it was just yeah. smile like I'm like from ear to ear, dude, just like the entire time. I was like when Cap picked up the hammer and I was like, oh yes, yeah, yeah. like. And he's like, I knew it. <laughs> See an so Ant-Man great. punch that ant flying alien thing. Mm-hmm. That was he stomped awesome. on the one dude. <laughs> I know, right? Um, oh, man. Such a great movie. Problem I still have, and it's just not It's not like a, a, a topic-worthy thing. And maybe it is. I don't know. But Thanos still exists in these past timelines. And his whole existence is to collect the stones. So, like... Well... Yeah, they didn't, they didn't stop minutes time earlier. from that's, happening. That's something we don't know either. We killed that version of Thanos. Well, no, so what I'm saying is we don't know either what Tony's intentions are because they kind of they left a little bit of a question at the end if Gamora got dusted mm-hmm. because they showed Quill looking for her yeah. in the thing. So because the only person that could have answered what... Because Hulk had mentioned, like, I tried to bring Black Widow back, but I couldn't. Yep. So the only per, the person making the snap is the only one that can tell you, like, what was... What he he's trying to do. Got so Tony might have just like had wiped Thanos from like existence across the board, like from yeah. past, future, present, everything. Like that's a possibility. Just made it like not yeah. happen, so he's just not ever a threat. You know, like it, I don't know. That's a possibility. That's true. Uh, what do you guys? How do you guys think they're gonna go forward? Because obviously we still we're still gonna have people. Like we're gonna have Black Panther movie. We're gonna obviously have Spider Man movie. Nick Fury's in it. Mm-hmm. Like. What's gonna happen next? Do you think for the Avengers? Who do you, who do you think the lineup's gonna be? I don't know. Like honestly, after Endgame, all my previous things are out the window. Like before, I thought X Men are gonna be shown. Like X Men need the Avengers. Or we're something. talking about the comics that happened, say like six mm-hmm. or seven years ago. Yeah, like, see, I think you'd need like lightly. Cap for that too, because I feel like Cap well, he was Scott had something back and forth. So even if they're gonna like say they're mutants, or if they're just gonna call them something else, you know. Feige said he's not. They have no plans right now for X Men stuff. They're talking about Eternals. We haven't talked about the end at the, at Tony's funeral. You kind of see the groups of people all like there, and and there was this one kid at the end there that we, everybody's like, "Who the heck's this kid?" I thought I, that too. I, I looked him up afterwards. It was that kid there. I thought it was from a oh, previous movie. From Iron Man that, that saved two? him, Agreed. yeah, yeah, the little kid that saved him. Drug the suit into the shed. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was that was that kid because I, I was like, who is that? And then <laughs> I looked I, like, I looked it up after. Kid? It was pretty unanimous. Everybody was like, they wanted to make sure he was in the button. There's a specific way that Captain Marvel was standing, like the the thing she was like making with her hands as she's standing, like, and she's in the middle of the steps and she's in all black, and her like legs are spread apart. Like the way she stands is always like soldier esque. You know, she always looks like this yeah, power. Thing. She's always been a soldier, both on Earth and, in, you know, in the, the Kree world. And then it like pans over to uh, who was after that? Because it was it was it, Fury. Oh, that's right, Fury. Fury comes across the stairs, and they're like, "Okay, I'm good. Like mm-hmm. we can end this now." Yeah. <laughs> there was no Maria Hill. Maria Hill, though, either. No, Maria Hill's there. Uh-huh. She was, was behind. Here? She was behind the teenager. I didn't see. Yeah, yeah. They, they buttoned. That's they, why I need to see this again. Yeah, they did a nice job, like buttoning everybody up. There was, like, there was a few other people too that I was. It was nice that Happy had like the real kind of like ending to the yeah. Tony uh, to the Iron Man arc because like he was the director of the first Iron Man yep. movie with, like, with the that kid. That was really you know? cool the way they tied that together. Yeah, that and Happy actually is the one I that marries Cheeseburg at one point in time. Oh, I didn't know. That. <laughs> yeah. I also like that she wants cheeseburgers. That's true. Yeah, because she's a kid. Like, I, this is kind of sad, but like true. Like, so like, 
I've been in high school. My tennis coach's uh, young daughter like passed away in a sledding accident. He was about like the the age of that girl, mm-hmm. and her sister was about the same age. And that's how a little kid acts at a funeral. Like yeah. she's she's like, a little sad. Like she's not sad. She's like somber, but she's still like five. So she's like, I'm sad, but I also want cheeseburgers. Yeah, like <laughs> you know. So it was like a very like it wasn't it, it was it wasn't like too campy of like you know like she's being dramatic they're trying to find like a little girl that can like deliver a big monologue or something she's just a five year old yeah. or six year old or something like that or whatever yeah one of our friends uh he passed away and he had left his wife and his his child and uh stepchild and I think that she, I think I think that was like six years ago seven years mm-hmm. ago but I remember she had just kind of like running in a room like kind of playing and mm-hmm. it was like the day after you know she just kind of I don't know if she's in shock or if she's just being a kid you know yeah because I don't think the concept kind of quite no. hits you like because at my tennis coach's daughter's funeral like her yeah, I forget if it was a younger or older sister they were only like a year or two apart it was in the middle of like the uh, eulogy mm-hmm. the little girl just yells to the entire church like I need a pee <laughs> so the whole funeral paused or the mom like took her to go pee and came back because she was like, yeah, she's she understands she has to be like respectful, but she's, yeah, she's five, you know, like <laughs> where her head's at, like she's not gonna hold it. It, it was a, it was a nice <laughs> like, um, like I feel like a, it was a believable in the time that it needed to be believable. Like the funeral needs to be believable. The Pegasus and the raccoon doesn't need to be like yeah. Like <laughs> I'm glad that it was like on like their little farm or thing that they had there, and not like some ginormous like. U.S. government, like, yeah, yeah. like shooting off fireworks and crap. Like, it is interesting that they salute. they didn't show the body, and that might have just been like a cinematic decision. Mm-hmm. So the last thing you saw of Tony was like the sacrifice, but because they did this the water thing with his uh, first reactor. You mentioned Captain Marvel, and this is like a little thing in the beginning, and I don't know if anybody else heard it because I saw this all over online, and then I eventually heard it. And I w- waited for it in the movie. But I swear on everything that I hear somebody sounds like Brie Larson say I have telepathy in that scene where her and Hulk, uh, Hulk uh, Thor, uh, they do the Stormbreaker thing. He's like, I like this one. Mm-hmm. Like, as he's getting up from the table, between him walking up, sitting up from the table and walking up to her, there's like a wind noise. And there's a woman's voice mixed in with the wind's noise that says, I have telepathy. Interesting. And I thought it was going to be like brought up later in the movie. And then it just never did. So either... That's in there for something else, or someone used a sound sample and didn't know that, that was like mixed in with that that foley. Yeah, I didn't notice. Maybe it's tough. It's I, honestly the first two or three times I like I saw like someone post it. I'm like I don't I don't hear anything. And then once I heard it, like I can't unhear it. And mm. it, it's it's a voice. I don't know if it's intentional, but there's a woman's voice in that wind noise that says I have telepathy or I need to pee. One of the two. <laughs> like, <laughs> which brings us back. <laughs> Oh man, man! So that's pretty much the movie in a yeah. nutshell. That's we were jumping we, we around. Even, yeah, we just like grazed the surface. I didn't want to go movie. from the beginning to the end though, because I mean, just I mean, just yeah. run through it. Because I mean, everyone's seen the movie and gonna see it again probably. We would have seen it today and tomorrow again if we could have gotten tickets. Like people back in like Indiana, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna get tickets for tonight," and I was like, "You're not gonna do that. That's not gonna happen." <laughs> and my brother's like, "Yeah, it was great." I'm like, "What? The, how'd you do that?" Yeah, small <laughs> small towns. <laughs> it's true, Indiana. Dang it. <laughs> it, it, goes one good thing. Packed. it goes both ways though because there's so, some people in the small towns that just could because since it was so like so few theaters mm-hmm. they couldn't get tickets because everybody in town wanted to see it but. remember when we went we went to greenville rod and i went to college together in greenville and it was around the time that x-men 2 came out i actually called the theater mm-hmm. and i'd said are you going to do a midnight showing and the midnight showings were relatively new in general 
like at least for you know certain movies. And I was, and he's like, no, why would I want to do that? And I was like, if you do a midnight showing, there'll be you'll pack it out. And mm-hmm. he's like, I don't think so. I was like, believe me. And he's like, okay, sure. Sure enough, it was a hundred percent packed out. And yeah. I go there, and he's like, oh, well, I'll let, I'll let you in the back, and you can just kind of like. I'll, and he brought me in like an extra chair because <laughs> like there was no tickets left. Yeah. Like everybody ran out there and bought all the tickets and packed the theater out, so it was kind of crazy. I loved old movies like that. I, I mean, not movies, uh, movie theaters like that. Like uh, there was a movies ten my brother worked at, and that's back when they had like actual freaking reel to reel things. You had to load the film in. They still have some. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's yeah, that, what it, actually, that reminds me of. There's a few of them here around yeah. here. They do the seventy seventy uh, millimeter. Yep. Is it seventy seventy eight? I don't know. It's one of those. Oh, they seven, do a few it, different. Well, it's 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 a specific number, seventy eight, seventy five. I've seen remember. a few yeah. different ones, seventy something. That's what that Christopher Nolan shoot like yeah. does his stuff on on the reels. All, a lot of the old films are on, and all the and all the IMAX is on reels too. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's like reels. a certain because there's a certain just range like sixteen by nine, whatever that whatever yeah. the IMAX it's is. Saw a very interesting YouTube video uh, where they took an IMAX like projectionist and showing what he was doing with everything. It's on still like physical reels interesting oh, weird well thanks everybody for sticking around yeah if you got if you got this far uh make sure you check out next week where what are we talking about next week huh i'm gonna talk about mortal kombat mortal kombat <laughs> definitely mortal kombat Wh- oh, which uh, it's very very similar to endgame Ooh. and if you're a fan of both franchises that's a lot to take in in two days because mortal kombat 11 released on tuesday and endgame came out on thursday and then i couldn't <laughs> i don't know if i could have taken any more it's all right like like rod had said before hug a nerd if you see one it's true I think next time it. we'll be talking about Shang-Chi, which is like a new movie that Marvel's talking about making. He's nice. the master of kung fu. Uh, uh, the Dark Phoenix stuff, some what people think uh, who who people think Wolverine will be. Uh, I'm very interested in Swamp Thing. I love Swamp Thing when I was little. So okay, did that, that production get shut down on that? Not all the way. I think they just halved it. Like, oh, okay. like episode wise. What's this, dear Disney? It's time to reveal oh, yeah. X Men, the animated series. Yeah, I guess it's an article I pulled up. Oh, Lots cool. of fun stuff. So that that article though is uh being retweeted by Eric Leewald, who's a showrunner of the show. Keep an eye out on NerdSync because we're going to be doing some stuff with NerdSync um, and the showrunners and stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. But uh, we don't want to say like exactly what because we're still working on the terms, but like uh, they've agreed to do the show. Cool. So I think there's going to be some merit to like trying to get Disney to revive that show. That would be so fun. But we're going to find out. <laughs> also, I'm Vince. I'm Rod. I'm Josh. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, you can also check out RKVC YouTube or go to Spotify or iTunes and music, all that stuff. Josh, you have stuff you would like to promote, sir. Uh, Bands Life. Well, do you do video as well for yep. that? Video and audio. Awesome. So uh, lots of things to check out. I'm sure it'll be in the links. Always in the links. Thanks for sticking around. See you guys.